Walter, why'd you cement your mouth shut? Now look at you, missing the podcast. And welcome back to Broke Till Friday, episode 21. We've done it. Um, the podcast is officially above the legal limit. Exactly. So now we can we can drink and drive with the podcast now, finally. Exactly. It'll it, it'll be our designated driver, basically. Yes. Now now I can finally drink, because usually I'm the designated driver. <gasps> we'll just, yeah, we'll just get the podcast to, to drive us around. Yeah, exactly. And if the podcast gets too drunk, we'll order the podcast an Uber. Exactly. Perfect. Don't have to worry about it. It's fine. Everything is fine. Five more weeks and it'll be half a year, dude. Oh, Five more episodes. Isn't dude, that crazy? That's fucking uh, insane. Episode 26 is going to be the half year celebration. Half year celebration. What are you going to do? Add a couple more gist stains to the wall? Maybe. If, if Walter's able to get the cement out of his mouth, then it might just... Oh, we'll use the jizz to get the cement out of Walter's mouth. There You're we right. go. We loosen it. Perfect. There we go. Yeah, and he has nothing to say to defend himself. Oh, yeah, well. no. Oh, oh well. well. <laughs> oh, well. See, see I guess Wal- Walter, by omission, agrees with the statement. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay, Walter, <laughs> don't say anything if you agree that uh, your mother's a whore. There it is. There, there we it go. Is. There Confirmation. It is. There, there it is. Claps all around. Oh, I, I didn't think you were going to clap too, Walter, but you did. But yeah. all right. Um. Oh, okay. So I got follow up from the microwave incident. What? Oh, what happened? Okay. So this week, both Tuesday and Thursday, I had to use the microwave again. Okay. And on you Tuesday. You didn't panic, right? Huh? You didn't panic, right? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. 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 So like the only part that I did panic was at the beginning. So I was like, oh God, I have to use it again. Yeah. But this time, like the line... Like, people were finishing in such a way that, like, I ended up on the microwave where the other dude was was heating up his stuff. Mm-hmm. And I finally got to take a good look. And this time I had my glasses. Okay. So I was actually able to see. And, I, like, I was like, brain blast. This is the reason why the dude was so, like, opening up secret compartments and shit in the microwave. Because it was one of those older versions with oh. like the keypad and like the the thing, uh-huh. only the one next to it that I was using was the futuristic one. Oh, so, so you're now in your element. So now I was in my element, and I was like, Psh, I got this. It was still a little bit like newer than the one I had, because the one I had still had the rotating dish in the center. This this one didn't, or this one didn't. It was still just like a box, basically. That's weird. I don't. I feel like those are. I feel like that wouldn't cook the food as evenly, because the whole point of it spinning. Is that it's supposed to cook like you know when you spin it, it's like it's cooking the food evenly because it's circulating and you're making it's making sure like all the ends are cooked. But I mean I don't know how microwaves work, so yeah, I don't know either. But I do know that the newer ones don't spin. The more advanced ones, they don't spin. I guess they found a way to. I, I don't know. Like they just found a way to fuck it. They found a way to microwave your food. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess finally, so. finally they can do it efficiently. Yeah. And so, like, this one that I was using it, it was it still wasn't, like, the exact one that I used to use, but it was, like, the transitional phase. It was the missing fossil between that that future high-tech The missing fucking... link. Yeah. And, like, and this time I, I had the pleasure, of, like, as soon as I got onto this one, the person on the next one left. 
and then this girl came came up to it and she was using it and she was she was like i took a second to look over and she was just as confused as i was i was like i i felt so vindicated vindication yes exactly because like <laughs> Like I like I wasn't the only one that was like a dumbass yeah. right there. Like like she took out her phone. Like she oh thank like, goodness I'm not retarded. Exactly, it is difficult, dude. She phoned a friend. Oh my god, you didn't even have to use one of your cheat codes. Like like dude, I don't have any friends. <laughs> Would you like to phone a friend, Edward? You call. Your other phone rings. <laughs> I'm calling my second personality. What are what are we gonna do? Fucking kill yourself. Um. Okay, you just said it on TV. You look back up. Everyone's like, oh, my God. Why is he so ugly? <laughs> Do it. Listen to your friend. <laughs> no, yeah, and and she, like, she, like, dragged someone else, like, because, like, she, she left. She left, like, her macaroni and cheese right there. Hmm? And, like, she, she went to go bring her friend. And her friend was, like, looking for how to how to maneuver it. And eventually she her friend was just, like, Fucking and ended up doing the same thing I did. Just so, fucking whatever. Like three seconds, open it. Three How seconds, it? open it. And I'm just like, vindication. <laughs> I'm not alone. I'm not the only one who can't figure out these high tech things. You're, you sound like a boomer. Oh my god, Edward, oh, you turned god. into a boomer. I've been infected by the boomer. Episode twenty one. Edward becomes a boomer. <laughs> Pretty soon you're gonna be complaining about your social security and yelling at young kids to get off your lawn. I thought you were going to say soon I'd be complaining about about kids not getting a house. That too. And I'm like, huh. I just read the coronavirus is only killing like the elderly and the weak. So once all the boomers are dead and the Chinese are gone, we're going to have an affordable housing market again. There we go. That's how it is. That's how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. The Chinese, they come here. They buy up all the property. They raise the prices and kick people out. So they just have a bunch of vacant lots. But then super rich people are like, well, it's expensive and it's in L.A., so it must be good. And then they're paying for a studio apartment right above in Little Tokyo where there's a bunch of homeless people taking a shit. And the Chinese people make money off that. But the Chinese people aren't even here in uh, in L.A., so they're not even paying taxes on it. Except for, obviously, property taxes. But, like, they just get Venmoed the rent every month. It's just basically cash. They don't give a fuck. What's the Chinese going to do? Extradite one of their own people? No. But now, with a new virus brought to you by Corona... They're going to be able to kill the Chinese, kill the old, kill the weak. Natural selection. All the boomers are going to die off. And that's just fine with me. Exactly. All those positions of power are going to be gone. There's not going to be anyone going, why can't I check my email through this? I should be able to to check my email through this. I'm like, sir, that's a Samsung smart fridge. Oh. (laughs) Every time. I was going to say, sir, this is a rat. (laughs) <laughs> it's a bat it's a bat the Chinese are eating goddamn bats dude that's why they got coronavirus oh, conspiracy theory time there's actually at the epicenter of the virus is a bio lab one of the it's like a level 6 bio lab that's allowed <laughs> to have coronavirus in like the, the strain coronavirus in general because coronavirus isn't just that it's like a type of strain yeah and coronavirus just describes the type of virus it is because of the crown-shaped, um, the crown-shaped genome, or something like that. Basically. Yeah, because technically the common cold and the flu are, are coronaviruses. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why you call it Chinese flu or uh, Winnie the flu. Yeah, Winnie the flu. Winnie the flu. That's that's what it is now. Dude, what if Winnie the Pooh contacts the coronavirus? Oh my god! Oh bother! Die! Oh bother! Technically, by how old he is, it, shouldn't he be a boomer already? Yeah. 
Because when when did he first come out? Like the sixties or be- like before that? Because I feel like it was. Wait, black are we and talking white. about like actual Winnie the Pooh or communist yeah. Winnie the Pooh? Communist Winnie the Pooh. Communist Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I think he came out in like the sixties. Yeah, he uh, he better get it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you you've already seen how what happens when one dictator goes down, another one's gonna take his place. Yeah. No one's gonna notice. They're gonna be like, well, he retired peacefully and he's off to the Cayman Islands when he's been dead for like a week or so. You know? Yeah. That's the yeah, same. He he's off in the land of the dictators where they can oppress people without consequence. Exactly. That that's where um that's where what's his face, oh, the Cuban guy. Uh, no, wait. Fidel Castro. No. Yeah, yeah. Fidel oh. Castro was dead for he a while before they reported though. it. Huh? He died peacefully though. Well, what he die of? Like old age. Old age. Hmm. Like oh. It's, oh. the Bay of Pigs and like all Venezuela. The... Venezuela. The, the Venezuelan yeah. guy, uh, Hugo Chavez. Yeah. Yeah. I think Hugo Chavez. He he was dead for like a little while before, and they were like, "He's just sick." Blah blah. blah. And then they someone like leaked it that he was dead, and they finally said, "Okay, yeah, he's dead." And then that just went to shit because um, they didn't keep his economic policies of keeping the the poor people fed and happy and stuff like that. Yeah. And. Yeah, and then that's how the Venezuelan government collapsed, and hopefully China's government is going to collapse. U.S., number one. Taiwan, number one. Free Hong Kong. That's how you do it. Exactly. Unless Hong Kong dies as well. So, Well, at least Israel is going to be safe, like in World War Z. Yeah. They built the wall. Walls work. Trump 2020. That's how it is. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's how we do it around here. Dude, part of Trump's wall already fell down. Which wall did he make, or quote unquote make? Make, uh, yeah. like they were like part of it that they were already constructing. Mm-hmm. It, it got blown down in a storm, like a small scale storm that that happened in the area. Not surprised. That's because it was basically like to be fair, it was basically just like bare bones. It was like wood, the wooden frame, some cement, nothing, nothing important. Yeah, and like a storm blew by and just. It's surprisingly easy to get over the border, though. It's crazy because they have, like, the huge, like, 20-foot gates that literally look like, you know, just regular gates. Like, you can, like, not people can go through them, but, like, slip through them. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's just bars, right? And there's a video, I don't know if you've seen it, of a guy just grabs on and starts climbing up, jumps over the barbed wire, and then just goes onto onto the other side. And it's like, what? Well, I mean, that's harder than the Canadian border. Well, there's no Canadian border, right? Or like you, you there's can cross... no like passageway. You can literally walk across the street and you'd be in Canada. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then it's like to get back into the U.S., you can't just walk across yeah. the street. No, 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 I'm saying legally speaking. Oh, well, because yeah, because they it's so dumb. Because it's like if you walk and then you try and walk back, they're like, wait a minute, like check check yourself before you wreck yourself or whatever, right? But the thing is, it for the U.S. Mexico border, it's not hard because oh, it's a gate. It's hard because. It's a desert, yeah. And there's like nothing for miles outside of the towns that are border towns that are like patrolled and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's why, like you know, that's, that's why, why they always so find people dead and stuff like that in the desert because it's like the gate's not the hard part. It's getting to the gate and then getting to a town after the gate. That's a hard part. So yeah, yeah. I mean, not even including patrols. That's why, like, technically, border patrol is supposed to be trained to like, uh, to like help these people. Like, they're supposed to have water and food and like that's why they they have like uh. Those like Honda vehicles, those like big like vans, mm-hmm. because they're supposed to have like space to help people lie down in case they're injured, food, water, stuff like that from people fleeing other countries like Mexico and and farther down south. That that's why, and they're supposed to be trained in humanitarian aid. But uh, two instances: one right now with Trump, and then one before with Bush. 
uh i forgot which bush i'm pretty sure it was the one hw yeah the the son oh george w george w because the first one is hw bush and then the second one is george the guy who advertised for border patrol in the f-150 i don't remember on a sports car it might have been the recent one i'm pretty sure it was the recent one yeah we're like they they're basically hiring gang members to be part of the border patrol I'm not even joking. They're either they, they're either hiring uh, fat slobs or gang members, like the people, like because they lower the standards so much for border patrol that they don't they don't really do background checks. They don't do any physical fitness checks anymore. They don't check to make sure that the people who are working as border patrol agents can talk to the people that are coming into the country, and like they basically reduced like the the things so far low that literally during Bush's. Th- uh, uh, era of like mass hiring and now again during trump's mass hiring they're basically like there's been it's been shown that like they're letting in cartel members they're letting in uh people who literally cannot like like it'd be like with the people that you consider like to have those like those like wheelchairs at walmart those like fat like stereotypical americans like they're basically letting those people be a part of the border patrol like Jesus. they can't run for more than a mile. They can't speak any of the languages that are necessary, specifically Spanish and mm-hmm. like other things for the people that are coming in. Like they don't have any like like human human skills, like human relation skills. It, it's just so crap. It's just so bad. It's like fuck it, whatever. Like <laughs> yeah, you you were at McDonald's before this. Fuck it, you can you can fucking hunt down criminals, right? Yeah, exactly. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Fuck. I thought it was going to last a little longer, but I didn't want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> almost did once. Almost. 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 L- a little bit of bile, but that's nothing you can't swallow back. Yeah. You, you just like force it back down, you know. It's exactly. it's good nutrition for later. Oh, dude. I remember once when I was a kid, I was like, I think six or seven when I had the flu. And like for, for dinner, like, you know, since I was sick, I just got like oatmeal. I had eaten oatmeal. And that's pretty much it. And then I, I get up and in the, it's in the middle of the night and I feel like I'm going to throw up and I'm like, oh God, I'm going to throw up. And I'm like running to the bathroom. Like I get up and I'm, and I throw up in my mouth, but my hand is covering. So I'm like, huh? and then I like, I swear my cheeks bulged like a chipmunk and then I swallowed it all oh, back dude. immediately. It was so awful. I still remember because it, it was like, huh? and then I, eh. oh, sorry, sorry, chess. Yeah. Sorry, chess. <laughs> I swallowed it all back. And then I, like, my throat was burning. My eyes were, like, running. I was like, ah. And then I still went to the bathroom to, like, wash my mouth out. But it was, like, it was awful. Like, I I should have got, I should have thrown up instead, you know? Oh, yeah. That's how they say, like, you feel better after you throw up. Fuck I everything out. I did not feel better. I was just, like, fuck. And I remember another time, actually, when I threw up, when I think, I was, like, five or six, this one. And I had, it was literally the exact same type of situation. I don't think I was sick. I think I just ate too much because... I wanted to eat some oatmeal, right? But then my mom was like, no, you got to eat, like, your rice and beans first. It was, like, Mexican rice with just beans, right, Ma- yeah. mashed together. And I was like, okay. I ate the beans really quickly. And then, I, no, no, it was the other way around. I ate the oatmeal really quickly, and then I wanted to eat the rice and beans. And as, as, as I'm eating the rice and beans, I just remember so vividly me going <laughs> back into the plate. Oh, I, dude. <laughs> because I remember the, uh, the fucking, the throw up, the vomit. The fucking why am I blanking out? Oatmeal. I remember seeing the oatmeal mix back together with the rice and beans. Oh, it was so bad. Dude. It was so bad. Oh, dude, that fucking reminds me. So for like about six months to a year, 
I wasn't allowed to eat hot dogs. Why? Okay, he- here's the thing. Uh, I think this was right before I went into Boy Scouts or like in between. I don't know. But like I was still pretty young. I was like five or six. And basically, like I, I woke up and I was like, oh, I don't feel so good. And for some reason, instead of throwing up in the fucking private bathroom that I have here, mm-hmm. I ran downstairs mm. and I didn't. I don't know why I didn't make it to the bathroom. Oh, no. And like I threw up in, you know, that little hallway that I have right there. Oh. I threw up. It looked like fucking Blastoise, just water oh, gun, just fucking Jesus, just all over the fucking floor right there, like a fucking line. Oh. And like there was like, and the reason why was because like, or at least my parents blamed it on the hot dogs that I had eaten before because I ate like two or three. That's not too bad. I mean, it's not too bad, but like it, because they found like chunks of the hot dog. Like, did the, you just not swallow it properly? Or they just blamed it on that. Just I guess they just blamed it on that. I I know. Like, I remember there being like one or two pieces that were like whole. Like there, it was all like a whole slice of a hot dog. Mm. Just like so. Like I, if you'd bitten and just swallowed it like a duck. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just like. <laughs> Edward's been deep throwing hot dogs since he was seven. Yep, that's the only way you can eat them. But you said this was six or months to a year ago or how long ago? Like I was no, this was like when I was six or seven. Oh, okay. But like. I wasn't allowed to eat hot dogs for like a year because of that. Because oh. like I threw up all over the place and like there was chunks of hot dog. And, and your like, parents yeah, were like, no. nope, nope, no mas. Nope. Por los pinches videojuegos, ¿ves? <laughs> Dude, no lie. How, how many things have your parents blamed on video games? Bruh. What haven't they blamed it on? It's either your girlfriend uh, or a, a girl who they think is your girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, video games or uh, or drugs. It's always one of those three. All of the above, mom and dad. Yeah, exactly. All of the above. All of the above. You know, I, I keep a stash of drugs inside of my video games so that when my girlfriend comes over, we do them. Exactly. That's why That's why that PS4 controller I borrowed never worked. Exactly. <laughs> never turned the stash. <laughs> <laughs> um, that battery pack's been empty for about a couple of months now. Uh, I was mean to refill it, but I can't really cut flour into cocaine. So yeah. it's tough. People notice. You you think they wouldn't notice, but they do. Yeah. They once do. once they start like growing fucking uh, uh bread out of their noses, you know, like once they get, get a yeast away. infection in their nose. There you go. And it's not just because you ate out age old ages old pussy. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say angels old pussy. No, I was trying <laughs> to say age old pussy, but it's like that doesn't really make sense. Ages old. I don't know. You're eating out some unclean. I should have said unclean. 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 Unwashed. 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 You're eating out some unwashed oh, pussy. I mean, a that... UTI pussy. Oh yeah, because yeah, I guess a yeast infection is UTI for sure. If any, if anyone knows, fucking email us. We're yeah, not, email us. We're not googling this. Yeah, shit. we're not googling. We're just I gonna... don't want to see like ever since like middle school and the whole blue, blue waffle, waffle and red pancake. <laughs> <laughs> exact same shit. We both blue waffle, blue waffle, blue waffle, blue fucking waffle. Everyone remembers blue waffle. Everyone's like, hey guys, you want some strawberry waffles? Google them. Okay, it's red waffle. Haha. <laughs> okay, now Google blueberry waffles. Blue waffle. Okay. Ah! <laughs> and then you, you, your eyes are just melting out of your sockets, and you're yeah. like, I need some bleach for these eyes. You actually go to put bleach. I don't want to see anymore. Exactly. That's why kids started eating Tide Pods, dude. Yeah. They're like, they saw something and they're like, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Nope. nope. They saw Trump become president. Nope. Pretty, pretty much that, yeah, exact same year, the 2016 Tide Pods. And it's funny because they still, people, I see boomer humor where they're like, oh, millennials eating their Tide Pods. It's like, that happened to like 
two people and it literally did it mostly happened after the like news organizations made it into a whole sensation yeah like exactly. before that there was only like one case or two yeah. which is about the average for like oh i accidentally ate this yeah after exactly. the like the the and millions of people have bought it and everything so yeah. it's like of course it's bound to happen yeah because they made it into a whole big deal like you know humans and monkey see monkey do yeah have you seen the psychology of why people want to like quote unquote eat a Tide Pod? Uh, I don't think so. It was it's because it's crazy because it, the way they designed the Tide Pod because I mean you've, you've seen a Tide Pod of course it's soap on the bottom and it's like the blue gel on the top, but it's like your your primitive brain sees it and because it smells sweet and it's like an inviting color which let's say blue like it's an inviting color it's blue it's soft and it smells and it smells good your brain is like ooh like. It's it's a fruit. Eat it. Like literally the second the first time I ever saw a Tide Pod and I picked it up, I was like, I, I understand why someone like would bite into this. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because I picked it up and I was like, oh, and then I all started watering and I'm like, wait, fuck, that's soap. I can't like Yeah, like you, know, you have like, to consciously say, No, don't exactly, you can't like, do what, this. What, brain, what are you doing? Like I'm not a monkey anymore. Come on, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I throw shit at people, but that's different. Yeah, that's you know? that, that's that's a lifestyle choice. Exactly. Yeah. That's, it's a defense mechanism when you don't want to talk to someone. Exactly. It's my choice to have it, and I'm gonna throw as much shit as I want. Plan parenthood be damned. Exactly. But like, yeah, I saw it and I was like, Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And like that, that I think that kind of explains like there's similar reasons for like that's like the same like like psychology for like other stuff too. Like why you want to eat certain things besides Tide Pods. And also why like when you go across a bridge your brain is like jump and you're like yeah. wait, no. <laughs> intrusive thoughts. That's yeah, that's yeah. what those are called intrusive thoughts where yeah. it's like you're driving and you're like there's a whole crowd of people over there. I could just turn the wheel a little bit. It's just a slip of the finger. <laughs> it's like well, obviously, I'm not going to do it. I'm not. Yeah. A, that's what separates you from the psychopaths. You're like, I think something horrible. My brain goes, stop. That's horrible. And then you don't do it. Yeah. So psychopaths are like, that's horrible. I want it. I want to do that now. <laughs> and that's that's how Ted Bundy came to be. Yeah. Classic. You know, like, like, you actually take a look at pictures of Ted Bundy. He's not really all that handsome. Exactly. Dude. Okay. I was... I was looking at that and it's like people are like, oh, yeah, he used to charm people. And like they'd be like, oh, he's a handsome man. I want to write him letters and stuff. And it's like I I don't see it. Is, like is he handsome for the 70s, I guess? I mean, I guess. Cause but I, no, like I, I've seen pictures from other people in the 70s and there's better looking people than him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Because yeah. like if you see like Christopher Walken when he was young yeah. or fucking uh, Clint Eastwood when he was young. Way hotter. And then Ted Bundy looks like some fucking weirdo who would be a murderer nowadays. Like yeah. literally. Like he, he literally looks like me. If it, like that's that's like anyone, like it's a piece of shit. Like if, if anyone saw him nowadays, that shit would not fly. He'd be like, "So, girls, you want to come over?" And like, the hell, get away from me, you creep. You know? Because I feel like also everyone's standards have kind of gone up with time. Yeah, that might also be why we're being affected by it. But yeah. it might because remember, we're able to see so many more attractive people nowadays oh, yeah, because of the, of the internet. internet. But back then. Ted Bundy in the in the fucking shithole in the mud west shows up and he's like, sup, country girls who've never seen a non-obese person or a handsome guy that isn't your cousin? And they're like, oh, take me, you know? And he's like, you're fucking dead. 
Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Obviously, there's still like newspaper, there's television. Yeah, I, I feel like, like it that. was a lot of overhype from like newspapers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, like of course. man seduces and kills and rapes women and necrophiliac and whatever. Yeah. And it's like people get the idea of like, oh, he seduced him. Why, why doesn't he seduce me? You know, I'm attractive. And yeah. then it's like it's a uh, Stockholm syndrome. They it's acquired from like watching the newspapers and stuff like that. So they're like, well, you know, he. I'm, the newspaper I'm, said he was handsome, so he must be handsome. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Back, back when people used to believe the news just blindly, yeah. when it was like, oh, uh, well, boomers. Yeah. <laughs> bad times. I'm not going to say good times, but bad times. Bad times. Cold bad, War, bad Vietnam times. War. Fucking boomers throwing away our goddamn economy, our stock market, housing market. Not the stock market, but it doesn't matter because it's like. Yeah, the stock market doesn't have any actual effect on, on like poor people unless it goes down. That's Because the then they lose thing. jobs. I, I saw that meme too. It's so dumb. It's like, yeah. what's the point of the stock market? It goes up. I don't make any money. It goes down. I lose my job. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, okay. Because like the stock market is like, like, have you played, like for you, you also, you also make, you're, you're also a business major in, in college, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like. Have they made you play like that stock market stock market game? No, we're playing a different game. Where I maybe maybe it's stock market. I'm not sure. We're playing a different game where we're gonna we're gonna be owning a company and then we're gonna like run it. It's an operations management class. Oh yeah, but that's what I'm doing in my SOM class too. Oh okay, it's yeah. called the business game, something like that, right? I don't know. I, I they, they haven't introduced it to us because we're gonna do it later in the year. That's damn lucky this is our whole fucking class apparently oh fuck we we're starting right yeah we're starting no, we're gonna do that right, right now away. we're doing uh we just finished a section on productivity mm-hmm. and uh and like the equations for productivity and now we're doing uh equations on uh uh on, what was it what, what's on the fortune class? telling what's the class called uh psalm 310 no, that's the econ class. Uh, some. But but like, what's the title? I don't fucking know. <laughs> ah, okay, because that one, because that sounds like operations management. But um, this one that we're taking, uh fuck. See, I don't, I don't even remember what it's called. I remember like one of my class names, which is comparative management. And that's the only one. Mm. No, only because I have to Google. The, I had to Google the book so many times to try and find it. I couldn't fucking find it. But I'm gonna claim it as an expense on my taxes, like I did this year. And that's how I got $3,000 back after claiming a gaming laptop as a school expense. High five. <laughs> good times. Good times. Good times. So oh, I think I'm just going to buy another like really good computer, gaming computer this year. That's going to last me like five years because this is the last time I'm going to be in school. So yeah. next year when I do my taxes, I can claim I can only claim from last from this year's taxes. You know, I can't claim it next year since I'm not going to be in class next year. Yeah. So. Oh, so you're graduating this year? This fall. Yeah. Uh, fall. I'm graduating uh, spring. Oh, you can do it fucking one more time. Yeah, one more time. Wait, did you already do your taxes? Huh? Did you already do your taxes? Yeah. Well, because I technically don't have a job. So I don't have taxes. Oh, it was just your dad, the business. Yeah, I I do the business's taxes. And what I do is I claim, like, every time we go out to eat, I always ask for the receipt because I claim that on my taxes. Yeah. Every time, like, uh, I buy something for school, I claim that on the business's taxes. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't claim that on business taxes. Technically, I use my dad's card to buy it, so I claim it on his taxes. Ah, uh, okay. And then, uh, and then for the business, the food, like this computer, I think I claimed it as a as a business tax. Nice. I mean, uh, legit. That's actually legitimate because you actually do work. Yeah, because I actually do <laughs> use it oh, for work. I use my gaming laptop, ninety percent gaming, and then ten percent taking notes in class. It's a school thing. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Uh. Like, there's so many things that I've claimed as a business expense because I can technically call it a business expense. I mean, if like, you're doing Like, coffee it... is technically a business expense, and I drink, like, 17 cups a day, so... Exactly. Yeah. Episode 21, how to commit tax fraud. Exactly. <laughs> 
No, but I mean, yeah, those gas. are those are legitimate because it's like, well, you're doing your taxes. Yeah. Gas is a business expense, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, well, every time course. I put gas, that's why I always have the receipt. I have, like, yeah. like Mountain I have three receipts. compartments in my car filled with receipts as evidence for, for, for the taxes. Well, why don't you just, like, do you, because you, you use a card or cash for that? Cash. Because oh, you sense. can't claim it if you use card because we only have personal cards. Oh, yeah. The business oh, okay. doesn't have – we're not big enough to have like a business uh, debit card. card. Yeah. That makes so sense. So we, ha- we pay with cash and we use those receipts as evidence in case we get audited. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Because I was going to say for me, I have the receipt, but it's on like – it's Amazon. So yeah. it's always – the order is always going to be there for like the next five or six years. And if I ever get audited, which hopefully I don't because I'm not trying to commit tax fraud yeah. on the regular, you know. <laughs> I'm just trying to just. We're not this... trying to do it every day. Exactly. Just this year, next year, and that's it. I promise. Yeah. I can do it for longer. Oh, lucky. Well, maybe if I just start a small business, mm. like a side hustle. Maybe. Well, but then I have to incorporate an LLC and all that kind of stuff, and I mean, or I could just. I mean, not the podcast do it. eventually. Oh, that's true. Once we monetize, once this podcast gets monetized, and we're gonna be like, oh. uh Men's razors or what's what's that? Uh, Dollar shaves, manscaped, manscaped. This pro- podcast brought to you by Manscaped and Dollar Shave Club and fucking Nine Nine Cent Store and everything. yeah, and all the that other ting. Hi.ting.com. Yeah, brought to you by Squarespace. And brought to you by Bud Light to combat the coronavirus. Exactly. You know, <laughs> the fucking wasted every time. Uh, every time Walter says something, take a shot. Dude, I'm so hairy that like. Like, like advertising manscapes would be so fucking like ironic. To, <laughs> like, if I ever have to do that sort of thing, simply because like, I dude, mean, then, I'm like Chewbacca. I'm literally like Chewbacca. Then, then at least you'll be able to like actually have like you can you know because they'll give you like your free sample or whatever. And you'll be like, wow, it actually works. And then you'll yeah. actually be able to be like, it actually works. It works. Yeah, I don't know. I I use an electric shaver that I bought off Amazon, and it's been working for me. Like, so I just use my that. aunt gave me an electric shaver, and like I tried using it, it mm-hmm. doesn't work. No, like it works. It's just like I'm so lazy to shave. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, my like I don't shave down here at all. Oh no, of course not. It's just the no. face, and that's it. Just, just the face. Because like, that, like I had like a super see. bad experience. Because like you know how in high school uh, we used to all wear skinny jeans. Yeah. Like you used to shave. I those? I I shaved. Like uh-huh. I I tried to keep like not super smooth, Legs but like clean, like clean, clean, clean. Okay. I tried to keep clean like on my legs and on my stomach, mm-hmm. and like. Wearing shirts and pants were so disgusting. Why? Because of the shave. Like, it would feel like thousands of knives were stabbing Ooh. into my oh, legs. Oh, back, yeah. And I was just like, kill me now. It's a fucking nightmare, yeah. Yes, like, like, every day was so excruciating. <laughs> and it took a month for the hair to properly grow back and act as a cushion. Jesus. Like, I just, I never shaved, like, down here again, ever. <laughs> just never. Ever, 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 ever. Nah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I would ever shave, especially, like, my ball area and all that kind of stuff. Because I hear, unless you keep it up, like, it's going to, like, you know, be painful or, like, itchy and stuff. And I'm like, I'm too lazy for that. Like, if anything, if I absolutely had to, I, w- I guess I would trim it. But not, like, not like you know, trim it all the way down to the bottom. Oh, yeah. little razors, But, like, you know, trim it. You know, yeah, the ball area, you should trim it simply because, like, like it just gets tangled and, like, all this other stuff. Yeah, I I've never done any kind of manscaping at all, so I'm just, I'm just the fucking forest, you know. It's it's whatever. Yeah. But like, I'm lucky because I'm not like a very hairy person in general at all. So like, like armpit hair basically non-existent. Facial hair, like this, this is me after like three weeks of not shaving, and it's barely. Dude, I only stay like that for the first like three minutes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you shave it off. You look back up. It's like in the Santa Claus. 
<laughs> you look up and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, well, it's back. Yep, well, fuck me, I guess. Honestly. Yeah. And like, so, and then for like my beard, like, I don't know why, but like, like if when I shave down here, I have a steady hand. When mm. I try to shave my, like my facial hair, mm. I, I have such a shitty hand. <laughs> you're like Parkinson's time. Yeah. It's like my, my hand's just like, well, time to fucking, uh, fucking Christopher Walker this shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> And, like, I end up, like, cutting off my eyebrow and, like, combing half my hair back. It's, it's just the whole thing. And so, <laughs> and so like, uh, instead, like, whenever I go get a haircut, which is, like, once a month, like, I have them shave and line up my beard, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, they leave it so nice. That's why That's why I don't go to barbershops. I have to go to salons. Oh, dude, of course. You yeah. have to go to salons. I have to go to salons. Because I went to a barbershop once, and they wanted to give me a fade. And I was like, mm. And then so I just try to have him give me like a basic cut and I was like a little bit shorter, a little bit shorter, a little bit shorter. And then like, you know, just kind of how I always have it. Mm-hmm. But it still looked like, you know, a little soccer player cut where they like do the yeah. little line in the middle. He almost did that. And I was like, no, 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 no. Just the regular like. Yeah, just, just shave it down. Yeah, just shave exa- it down. Exactly. And then <gasps> it was like 30 bucks. And I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, you you can get it for 25 if you book in advance. And I'm like. What? Fuck you. I'm gonna go to the salon down the street where my hair gets cut by some tranny and it's ten bucks. Okay, that's Bruh, it. It's it's fifteen bucks if you get it like if if they like masseuse your hair and yeah. head and like they sh- they like line up your beard and yeah, like exactly. comb you, put gel. Fucking, I don't, I don't need all the extras. Ten bucks, shave my hair, go home shower. I don't need gel. I'm done. I'm yeah, done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I wish I like sometimes when you know when your haircut like you f- just cut your hair and you're looking at it like okay it looks good and then you wake up the next morning like no nah, I don't like it yeah and then oh god it's the fucking worst and then after like a week or two you're like okay okay just ha- I wish my hair would just stay this fucking way yeah forever just forever don't grow anymore exactly just stay like, like that this is perfect this is perfect I need to take a picture right now and show this to the barber next to the lady. <laughs> yeah. I want to look like this again, please. And she's like, just okay. Just shove it in her face. Yeah. Just... And then she cuts it just a little too short. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Now i got to wait two weeks until it looks perfect again. And, and it's then... like you don't want to say anything because you come here all the time and you don't want to like. Exactly. You don't want to fuck up the relationship yeah. you got with them because you're like, that's the only one. Yeah. What's going to happen like, when she, they die? Like, normally she cuts my hair perfect, but this time it was one too short. And I'm just like, nope. Exactly. Just silence. She, she's been cutting my hair since I was like four or five. She's yeah. going to outlive me, okay? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'll be 80 years old. She'll be uh, like fucking 120, still cutting my hair. And then when I finally keel over, I'll be like, oh, thank God. I don't have to worry about getting a new barber. Yeah. Fuck. I moved to Whittier, but I still fucking come here to HP just to get my hair cut yeah. when, when I have to. Let's. I have to, I have to come. Yeah. To like you oh, you have to stay with the same place. You just can't go somewhere new. Honestly. I, Honestly. I told you the one time I went somewhere new. $25 and at the end I was like this I could have gotten this the same exact same shit dude my my like niece that's like four years old and has like a pair of safety scissors could have done this legit like <laughs> bruh exactly I was like I don't, I don't know man yeah. I don't know I don't know and like okay like there's, there used to be like this dude at the place I go to mm-hmm. and like by far he was like the best hair cutter ever mm-hmm. and like he was like this the most friendliest like kind of like and he did like amazing job with beards and hair and like one day like because i only go once a month mm-hmm. so like the next month when i went i was like where where he at though? where are you where where he at though mm-hmm. where's the dude that i tipped like 80 dollars to because i don't want to go because <laughs> like keeping his family afloat yeah like like the dude fucking like works magic on hair and beard and shit and like but like the dude was nowhere to be gone, and I've gone like the last three months, and he never and he hasn't gone. So and then like I eventually found out because you know how like the salon people always gossip with each other and stuff. 
<laughs> like I eventually found out that he like tra- like he moved somewhere else, like he quit and he went somewhere else, and I was like, "How could you do this to me? <laughs> my, my haircut? What about my haircut?" And like the same thing happens to me. Think of the children. Like, yeah, think of the children. They're gonna see a jungle on my head when I pass by. <sighs> and how do you call it? And like the first time he left, the same thing happened. Where it's like the actual owner of the of the place was like cutting my hair. And she left it, think, like, at least from my perspective, think like a mullet. Mm-hmm. It looked like a fucking mullet. This side was, like, super short. This side was, like, all the way to, like, the roof. <laughs> the t- he, she left everything on the top, shaved off the sides, and left the back. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. It, it was, like, it looked like a fucking huge-ass mullet to me. <laughs> and I was, like, oh, God, kill me now. And the second time, it happened again. And oh, I was, no. like, ah. And then the third time, it was perfect again. It was, like. <laughs> It was almost back to doom, and then the fourth time was just like, okay, she got she got the hang of it. Yeah, every time you cut your hair perfect, you get a perfect haircut. Take a picture of that shit so they yeah. know what to do. Honestly, that's literally the best way to do it. Or like, even reference photos, I guess. But still, it's like the reference photos aren't as good because like they don't have like your your like skull. Your hair, exactly, yeah. exactly. Because it's like if if I shaved off all my hair, I have a weird ass skull. I cannot, I can't pull off bald. You know? Yeah, <laughs> no, like, dude, my head looks like. It looks both cone and flat when I shave. Ugh. Like, like I actually had like a a fucking like that that super fucking stupid ass style that was like popular in middle school, mm-hmm. where like you shave off all but like the tiny stubs of your head, like Eminem haircut or kind of like Eminem but shorter. Uh, I mean, fucking that's basically skinhead level. Eminem but shorter and like with like the line right here mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and like uh. And it just, like, the center of, it looks like, you know those things they used to, like, squeeze the the thing out of the lemons? Mm-hmm. Like, you know how it's all flat and then, like, in the center it's just, like, a cone up? That's how my head looks. <laughs> oh, my God. When you shave God. off all the hair, it's just, like, cool. Jesus. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. That, that's not happening again. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Never, 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 never. Did, did your mom ever cut your hair? Uh, Like, in a bowl and just fucking. No. Oh, okay. no. Uh, did yours? You were one of the lucky ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't think my mom ever did it to me, but my brother had a bowl cut for a while. I, I don't know if they. Just... I can imagine that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, like we have pictures of him as a little kid with the bowl cut, but I always had like short hair, so I was like, I, don't, I mean, I don't know, you know. Mm. I don't know if they probably did that themselves, but like we were like babies at this point, you know. Because I still remember when I was like three or four and didn't want to get my hair cut at all, and I was like kicking and screaming because I'm a little shit it, at the. At the exact same barbershop, that exact same lady. But, like, I don't remember my parents ever cutting my hair. So, like, not even as a punishment, thank goodness. Imagine. Oh. Imagine your parents are like, you did something, something. So now we're going to fucking shave you and you're going to school like that. Oh, fuck, dude. Jesus. Nah, hell that, no. that would probably be the worst kind of punishment. Like, at least for me, like, if I ever have kids, like, I would feel like if I did that to them, I feel like I'd be abusing them. Oh, no, of course. I'd be straight like. Up, straight up no. child abuse. Like, there's certain things, like, in a culture that if you do to a child or restrict them from doing, it's equivalent to abuse. Not because, like, on a base level it's abuse, but simply, like, the social ostracization from it. And the It prevents them from, like, developing certain skills mm-hmm. in, like, the world. Mm-hmm. Like, in modern times in, like, first world countries, kind of like, like the U.S., having a cell phone is one of those things. You keep your child from having a cell phone, like... You're basically causing unneeded stress and a form of abuse to your child. 
but at the same time letting them free roam with a cell phone like whatever is the same thing because you give them a sort of uh, chronic stress from from being constantly bombarded from people that don't like them yeah because it's like it's way too much attention it's it's uh stimulus overload yeah you're you're overstimulating them basically because yeah. you give a child the internet in their pocket that's insane dude yeah i remember when i was a kid like could you imagine having the internet in your pocket like that's such a crazy thing and that's such a boomer thing to say too kind of because it's like oh these kids shouldn't have the whole internet in their pocket but it's like it's not that they shouldn't but it's not that it should be completely unrestricted because obviously you know there's a balance to it as always like filters for uh content and stuff like that you should probably have that kind of stuff or just like a probationary phone like a flip phone in the beginning so that way you can at least be connected with them but you know they're not going to be like eh, i'm snapchatting and you know and stuff yeah. like that like so. to an extent though now it's not even about having contact with the child outside like at least when we were growing up like having a probationary form phone was like about okay we can contact you if you're yeah, like in for trouble emergencies and for emergencies and that it. sort of thing you can use it to talk to your friends because you know you have metro pcs or like some other bootleg unlimited plan that they had at the time Mm -hmm. and it's like but it's mainly for emergencies and that's it Mm -hmm. click the button four times to type s and you're done yeah pretty much but now like the majority of children have cell phones and are connected to the internet with Mm -hmm. or without restrictions that if you prevent your child from having that sort of access you're creating an artificial between them and the rest of society that that they have contact with oh yeah for sure like that I feel like that even happened with us towards the end of, you know, obviously at the end of high school. Yeah. Because by then, almost everyone had, like, an iPhone or an Android or some sort of smartphone. So, like, if you're – for me, at least, speaking from experience, my parents took away the cell phone. Mm -hmm. That was – like, I had no contact. Nothing. That was it. I was just me sitting at home, and I'm like, fuck. Like, you know, obviously, like you said, it felt very lonely. It was very ostracizing. It was like, fuck, man. Like, I can't talk to anyone. I can't do anything at all. Like, it's it's really, like... I mean, it's it's kind of fucked up in that at at that point because it's like you're in a developing stage when you're supposed to have friends talking and stuff like that. Because it's not like how before when everyone on the block knew each other and, you know, you could all go out and stuff like that, you know? Now it's like everyone in your school, you have them on social media and then you talk to them and stuff. But, like... Completely take that away, and you're like, okay, you're isolated now. Go yeah. sit in your room and no yeah. communication, zero forms of communication. Yeah. You lose most of your friends when that happens. Exactly. And like, I think for even for us, like like you said, it was like that, but like, it still wasn't as bad as I think I would assume as it is now. Mm-hmm. Because at least then, like during our generation, like towards the end of high school, mm-hmm. even if everyone was interconnected, we still had that experience from beforehand, before everyone was inter- interconnected. Yeah. So people kind of like understood. Yeah. Now they're growing up with cell phones in their pockets and they're like, everything. Instant, why don't you much. have a cell phone? Like, yeah. they're always connected. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it's basically like preventing your child from developing certain social skills. Mm-hmm. It's like not, they can't communicate with normal people anymore mm-hmm. because they're like, their friends aren't going to talk to them in real life if they're not a part of the things that their friends are doing. Mm-hmm. Like, if they don't have a phone outside, we're like how everyone else is, everyone else is communicating this way, everyone else is planning, organizing things this way, and your child is left out of it. And mm-hmm. that's you're physically preventing yourself, your child from that. But like in like let's say, I don't know, it's like it's like one of those things where like somewhere else that like not everyone has a cell phone, mm-hmm. that wouldn't be considered a form of abuse, but now that everyone does, mm-hmm. it 
it basically feels and it basically is a form of abuse. Yeah, because the thing is, because like you said, the thing is before, well, adding on to what I said before also, where it's like the thing is before, everyone in, you had a smaller circle of people to talk to before, Mm -hmm. but now when you expand that circle, you have so many more people that you're then cutting off. Yeah. So it's like, let's say before, um, me, Timmy, Jimmy, whatever, they're all, it's me and the three people on the block, right? You, me, Alan, <laughs> you, me, Alan, and uh, and Benny, right? Benny, yeah. I get grounded. Okay, I'm cut off from. Let's say, let's even include Hector. Yeah. I'm cut off from three, four people. You take away a kid's phone nowadays, you're cutting them off from dozens, maybe even hundreds. But I mean, that's kind of arguable because yeah. obviously you can't really have like a hundred close, close friends. But like you're cutting them off from dozens of people that they talk to, and it's like it's a lot more than than you know. Oh, I can't talk to my three friends around the block. Today. Well, I mean. I guess I'll find something to do, right? But now it's like the twelve people that are my support network are are gone for today, and it's like yeah. fuck. Like now what? Like because obviously now kids are being more communal and creating their own support network networks and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is why obviously it's so important for a kid to have friends and to stay communicating with those friends. Because I mean, it's a lot harder to make friends later in life when, like, let's say yeah. you're like twenty five, twenty six, and you're you're working full time and everything like that. Outside of your coworkers, there's not a lot of chances to make. And keep and maintain relationships. It gets even worse than that because, like, even if you do manage to make a friend or something like that, they're not going to be, like, close friends. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be, like... They're always going to kind of just be acquaintances. Yeah. Or or just, like, like minimal level friends that you you hang out with and you can cooperate with that you have, like, close feelings to. But nothing Mm -hmm. like, like friendships that, like, for example, for, like, uh, just, like, from personal experience, like... When I left uh, high school, mm-hmm. I was basically, like, for various reasons and depression or whatever, like, I got cut off from just about all of my friends. I didn't see you guys for, like, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I didn't see my other friends for, like, two years because by then I was already over here. I had transferred schools. Mm-hmm. And after those two years, three years, I was still basically close friends with all of you guys. Mm-hmm. If that happens to your friends that you make once you're 25... Yeah, you haven't known them as long, so you don't have, like, let's say, those roots with them. You yeah, know? You, you don't have those roots. But, like, even if you do know them, like, let's say I knew you guys for, like, 10 years. Mm-hmm. If I knew someone else that I met when I was 25 for 10 years, mm-hmm. it's very unlikely that if I stop talking to them for two or three years, that we'll still be friends after that. Mm-hmm. It will we'll just be like, oh, we used to know each other and we used to hang out. Like, yeah, it's like I worked with that guy for, like, five years. And now I don't work with him anymore. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's pretty it. pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, like you, for example, like if we stop talking for three years and then I text you and I go to your house, like it's we're still, still like, going to be still, like yeah. normal. Exactly. Because the thing is, when you make friends in those like defining years, it's like the, it's those connections that you make in those defining years that then define not only your personality, your friends' personalities, but the connections that you're going to make later on as well. Yeah. And it's how like, you make those connections, too. That's the most important part. Yeah. Those connections that you make early on define how you make eventual other connections. It becomes a core, an intrinsic part of you. Mm -hmm. Because if you never learn how to do that and you're always kind of just like kept down and stuff, you're going to be obviously socially awkward and not like confident and stuff like that because you haven't had a lot of face-to-face interaction or even just general socialization with other people, which is why like that, that, that's why you can't just cut off people nowadays with like, with the, with, with communication, cell phones, internet, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because it's like. The, everything it's gone and then yeah. you're like now now what am i supposed to do you know yeah it's like like, like it's just the whole thing 
<laughs> Basically, give your kid a fucking cell phone. Yeah, let your kid have access to fucking internet. Yeah, just don't let them watch porn. Just monitor let... them. Look, exactly. like, just do your job as a parent. Exactly. Just parent monitor your child. Them. Exactly. Don't, don't just, give... like, stick them in front of, like... Don't give Kaylin an 11 Pro Max and let them run around the Target going, Fortnite, with the volume all the way up, okay? Yes. You tell them, we're going to go in here. You uh, you have your modest iPhone 6 or whatever, like, nowadays, right? Like, today. You give them an iPhone 6 today. They don't they don't need an 11 Pro Max. Yeah. The fuck does a 7-year-old kid need an 11 Pro Max? Do you think Look, he's using the wide-angle lens, adjusting the apertures, the color saturation? No. <laughs> exactly. iPhone 6, iPhone 7, iPhone 8, at the most. At the that, most. That's like, all they need. Don't spend, like, a fortune to give your child the latest phone. Just give them, like... Like durable, just communicate like a phone, phone that can connect to the internet. Exactly, and like like go through it. That isn't gonna cause like infuriating like slowdown speeds. Exactly, because like, I mean, like like you said, like an iPhone six. Sixes still work great. Yeah, they're not they're not bad at all. Just still, a Samsung five S. Uh, Samsung. Well, honestly, I would say like a Galaxy S eight, just because that way. It'll last. It's because they're a lot cheaper obviously, oh, yeah, than the S10s, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it'll last with the software updates a little longer. So that way they're like. Yeah. But but the base point is like. Point is, they don't need the best, the latest, yeah. and the greatest. Okay. Yeah. If you're walking out with an iPhone 8 for your own phone and your kid has 11 Pro Max, there's something very wrong with that imbalance. Okay. Yeah. It's like like you can't set up your kid to be have like all this stuff like spoil them run. You can't do that. Exactly. You can't spoil them run, but you can't separate them from. An intrinsic part of society. Mm-hmm. If they if they work hard and they sell cookies or whatever and they save up money for an iPhone 11 regular, not the 11 Pro, 11 regular, it's like six ninety nine. Then you fucking let them buy it and you're like, you worked hard for that, you earned it. You know, yeah, not just like, like here's an 11 Pro Max, expect this forever. Like here's the thing, if you're buying it, you get them the basic minimum mm-hmm. that they need. Because you're if introducing they're buying them to it, it. Mm-hmm. then they can decide what they want to get. Exactly. Exactly, because I mean, little Jalen over here—he's not even fucking vaccinated. You didn't give him the thirty-dollar vaccines, and you gave him the twelve hundred-dollar iPhone. Come on, there's something wrong there. What are you doing, like, Karen? Like, Get it together. <sighs> God damn it, Karen. God fucking damn it, Karen. And like, there obviously there's like a difference if if like your family can't afford it or mm. other stuff. That's but that's a whole separate issue. Yeah, you, there's still a bunch of affordable phones. Yeah, and almost every single prepaid place they give you free phones when you open up a line or yeah. free phones when you sitch. And actually, right now at Metro PCS, we've got the best deals in wireless. Right now, you can get <laughs> just go full shill. Yeah, no, I mean because exactly. yeah, there's still a bunch of like yeah. good options because like, they're you... even giving out free phones in some like Boost and Metro PCS. You get a free phone, and that phone is more than enough. Exactly. Like, if it's a smartphone, like nowadays, even the most basic smartphones are getting like at least 32 gigs of memory. They're expandable. They'll last. The battery will last you all day. They've got decent cameras. You know, it's not like yeah. before where it was like, oh, it looks like a DS camera, you know, or it's like yeah. point half megapixel and it's like, look at me, I'm on Facebook. Now it's like you can have a working phone for very, very affordable prices. You don't have to break the bank. Less than 100 bucks. You're pretty much good to go. Like there's always going to be a more affordable option. Yeah. Obviously, it's not like a race to the bottom where you're like $10 fucking plastic thing. Uh, that just I costs, have but... some lint and a nickel. Is exactly. No, no. You got a potato, a cu- an antenna, and then you, a nickel, and then you plug it in, and then it makes a phone <laughs> or some shit. Like, no, no. Yeah. Two cans on a string. There we go. <laughs> there we go. You give a boomer phone. <laughs> exactly. You give him a boomer phone, and you're like, hey, can I talk to you on this? Yeah, sure. So, uh, I'm going to talk to you about that. <laughs> Basically. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ugh.
So give TLDR. Give your kids cell phones. Yeah. Monitor your children. Give them a child iCloud account, a child Google account. You can always monitor them. But don't yeah. be helicopter parenting either because then that's where little Jalen's going to be like, learn how to lie and, yeah. and stuff and like, manipulate. Also, like, like I- I'm still like looking into this, but like this whole Elf on a Shelf thing and like... The fuck is that? Elf on a Shelf? Okay, like, you know the meme where it's like, oh, uh, you've heard of Elf on a Shelf, now get ready for, uh, uh, like, whatever, whatever, and it's two things that rhyme. Yeah. Yeah, that is based off of the actual Elf on a Shelf thing, where it's like, oh, uh, Mommy's going to put this elf here, and he's going to watch you when I'm not here, and he's going to report to Santa Claus if you're being bad, and he can watch you. Like, they actually put, like, an actual shelf, I mean, an actual, actual elf. elf on they, the actual shelf. Yeah. And, like, to, to, like, oh. All right. So, like I was saying, elf on a shelf, it, yeah, so, it, like, it, it just, it basically uh, vigilantizes for the parent to, like, make sure that, like, uh, to get the child to behave, especially around Christmas. And, like, they basically set it up to be, like, oh, this all-seeing thing that's always watching you. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, another variation on the Santa Claus thing. But this time, there's, like, a physical representation yeah, some, of it. something there that they can be afraid of. <laughs> and, like, I was listening to one of the other podcasts. And, like, I was looking into this more. And, it like, it literally basically traumatizes some children. Why? Like, uh, like the the just the difference between having an imaginary thing that's just, like, God or Santa, Santa Claus that's yeah. always mm-hmm. watching you. It's like, oh, whatever, whatever. But, like, having, like, a physical representation of the thing watching you, like, fucks some shit up in their brain. And it, like, like, worse than Santa Claus. Because, like, the whole Santa Claus thing, Mm -hmm. like, it's already been shown through repeated studies that, like, you lying to your kid even about Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny, Mm -hmm. like, them being real, changes your kid. It it makes them better liars. It makes them more likely to be criminals, (laughs) et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) Why are you serving life? My dad told me Santa Claus was real, man. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, it was real. Okay. Yeah, Santa my Claus dad's was real, man. Santa was real. It fucked me up in the head, man. <laughs> no, but like, like for real, like it actually like, not only it like teaches them to be better liars, better cheaters, like better all this other kind of stuff That's that like crazy. a parent, like the whole purpose of it is to stop them from being that. But the act of you doing that because you eventually have to reveal that like. It was all a ruse. It was all a ruse. Mm-hmm. It's like it normalizes lying and it normalizes cheating into your child. Mm-hmm. It basically says these things are a normal intrinsic part of you. Mm-hmm. And that that's sort of it. But having a physical representation of that, but like that's like a very mild, very like like below the bar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it changes them, but not in any like it's not gonna be a sole contributing factor to any like active part of their personality. It's going to make them more likely to, like, lie and cheat and steal and stuff like that. But there would be other factors that go into that. Mm-hmm. Having a physical representation of that, of the thing that's watching them and monitoring them, mm-hmm. like, like, cha- put make, basically makes them more fright, like, frightened, mm-hmm. basically, like, in all aspects of their life. Like, it physically changes them. That's crazy. In some, like... Just a fucking doll on a shelf is going to traumatize your kid. Yeah. Like, literally, because, like, you're imbuing this thing that's there watching them with some sort of power over them. Mm. 
And it, it's this like really like fascinating but horrifying thing that I'm glad that I'm not a part of. Yeah, I mean, I'm so glad. I'm, I mean, I, I feel like I said, I feel like that's some white people shit. Because yeah. no, no Mexican parent's going to be like, Elf on the shelf, you know, mijo, if you don't know, they're going to be like, si no lavas los trastes, te van a dar unos madrazos. Wey. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. okay, you're, you're already scared by the parent at your core. So it's like, okay. Yeah. But like, at least like with that, like your fear is contained to the parent. Exactly. And it, like, even if it extends outward a little bit, it eventually shrinks back down to the parent. Exactly. Like, because at, at, at least from my personal experience, mm-hmm. like, I was terrified of my parents mm-hmm. and now I don't give a shit, but like, <laughs> like to an extent, like I was terrified of my parents and then I was terrified of my teachers mm-hmm. and then that like regressed backwards into just my parents. Mm-hmm. And now all of my issues are with my parents because like it was them that caused it. It wasn't like some all seeing, all knowing mm-hmm. other thing that's like yeah. fucking around. Could, like, you, but, could you imagine if you were scared of it? Like as a kid and then your parents take it out and you're like, do you remember this elf on the shelf? And you're like, oh, fuck, get it away from me. It knows, you know? Yeah, like, like it knows everything. It saw me <laughs> masturbating. Exactly. It's, yeah, like, it's like, I was 13. I was horny. I'm sorry. We were at grandma's funeral. I had to crank one out in the bathroom. I couldn't <laughs> help it. The hormones were everywhere. Everywhere. On yeah. the ceiling. On the wall. On the floor. On the stranger's shoes. I couldn't help it. Oh, fuck. My God. Yeah, no. But, like, and, like, even worse, like, on that same podcast, on another episode... They were talking about like, like, and I, I, I don't, I haven't read up on this part of it, but like, I feel this is even worse. Like, they have like the apps mm-hmm. where it's like Santa Claus calling your phone. Oh no, the fuck that, dude! Putting something imaginary in, combining that with like technology, that's some black mirror shit, dude. Yeah, like, it's like oh. that would traumatize the fuck out of. Any child, that's so, that is so traumatic because it's like, okay, when you're a kid, you see a mall Santa, let's say you see a mall Santa, but he's like nice and stuff. And he's like, oh, what do you want for Christmas? This, this, oh, ho, ho, ho. okay, child, you go. And then, you know, and then later on you learn Santa's not real. They were all actors. That's fine. But if like Santa's calling you, you're going to be like, you're going to get like the sweats every time it's like November, December and you're looking at your phone. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. I hope he doesn't call me again or some shit. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh, fuck. fuck. And then dude. you're still going to have that anxiety for yeah, like... like that anxiety stays with you. Like it doesn't disappear once you grow up. Exactly. Like, and this like is a good transition into what I... Oh, another topic I wanted to talk about. Like mm-hmm. superstitions that still affect you now even though yeah. you know that like they're not real anymore. Yeah. It's just like, traumas. It's traumas. That shit stays with you. Exactly. Like it, it never disappears. It doesn't matter how old you grow. Like the base level instinct is ingrained in you now. Exactly. Because if, especially with children that are so impressionable, it's like, Santa's going to call you and tell you to shut the fuck up or something, you know? And it's like, yeah, it's like, Hey, this is Santa Claus. Stop fucking around kid. And you're like, Oh my God, why is Santa so mean? And then you're like, fuck. And then, you know, why does he sound like Morgan Freeman? Exactly. You're fucking 20 years old. Your phone rings and it says Santa on it. And your hands start sweating. Cause you, cause you forgot. You never changed the contacts that were passed over from your old phone to your new one because it's your dad's number and it says Santa on it. And you're like, oh, fuck. It's like, fuck. Oh, triggered. Literally triggered. Oh, fuck. That's Actual triggered. Like, and like one of the things for me that's on that same level mm-hmm. is like when I shower, I can't keep my eyes closed for more than like two seconds. Why? Because I'll get like this fear that something is going to attack me. Because, like, before, like, when I was, like, a little kid, I used to believe in, like, demons and all of that shit. Mm -hmm. I used to think that they were real because I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. And, like, part of the way that Hispanic parents frighten kids is, like, with Satan. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, frighten them into into obedience, but then they accidentally traumatize them, you know? Yeah, it's, like, oh, it's a fine line between obedience and trauma. And And trauma. Trauma. (laughs) Yeah. 
And like for me in this particular situation, it, it crossed that line. And now I physically can't keep my eyes closed for more than two or three seconds. Like if soap gets in my eyes, like accidentally, mm-hmm. like I'll force them, like they'll automatically force open, even if it hurts, because like, like I'm terrified that something's going to attack me. And like, obviously I'm an adult. I know demons don't exist. Mm-hmm. I know nothing can hurt me in there. But your 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 primitive brains is going fucking fight it. Yeah, my primitive brain is just going like fuck, run, do fucking something. Just open your fucking eyes, yeah. and it's like I like I, I can't control it. Exactly. It's just like nope, 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 nope. <sighs> Not closing my eyes anymore. And that's broke till Friday. And that's broke till Friday. Fuck man, this actually went away pretty fast. And yeah. I like that last line you said. It's a fine line between obedience and trauma. That's that's gonna be the episode title, episode twenty one. A fine line between obedience and trauma. That's that's perfect for this episode. episode twenty one. Yeah, it really is because yeah. we, we just went on a rant. We both went on a rant. That yeah, literally. One. Like I only got to the topic I actually wanted to make <laughs> this episode end, about in the last thirty seconds. And once Walter unplugs the cement out of his mouth, we'll find out what he says next time. Yeah. Um, broke till Friday podcast at Gmail. I think okay, we're gonna have to switch it. We're gonna start doing it at the beginning of the podcast. Because, I mean, right now, I don't think anyone's listening. You could say something against Chinese people, and p- people would be like, I don't really care. You yeah, know? you could you could recite the whole Monty Python Chinese song, and no one's going to. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. Those were good times. But good times. For another day. For another th- <laughs> another time. Another time. Yeah. But I'll still do it right now at the end. Broke till Friday podcast at gmail.com. Broke underscore till underscore Friday on Instagram. Go ahead and give it a, a like. Smash subscribe. Listen for more than five minutes so we can get that view or listen on Spotify. Google Play. I'm going to try resubmitting to Apple Music. Those fuckers were like, it's a, it seems like a test of the podcasting process. Fuck you, Apple. You're not that good. Yeah, fuck you. And your yeah. products are shit. Broke till Friday. Oh, that was good. We're broke till Friday. Goodbye, my friends. We'll see you next week. Now I'ma go and eat my meat And we're broke Till Friday Bye my friends, we'll see you next week And now I'ma go and eat my meat And we're broke Till Friday